I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Mantis X. Mantis X is a way for you to get really, really good at uh, at gunplay. Yeah, that's right. She's got to take you off the streets. Um, anyway, um, it is a great way for you to fire your gun and get better at it without using ammunition or using ammunition if you want. You could dry fire in the house at any time. You just put Mantis X on the back of your barrel, on the bottom of your barrel, and it it measures exactly what you're doing every time you pull the trigger. And it shows you in real time and then shows you how to fix it. 94% of the shooters improve within 20 minutes. I know I did. It's really, really great. Start improving today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. It's Monday. Stu's got another holiday. It's always gone, it seems. And uh, But the old reliable Pat, like old Yeller, who tomorrow when he gets, when Stu gets back or the next day, will take Pat out into the barn. And I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You, just, you have to. Have to put yeah, you down. you just have to. Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Well, we've got lots to report today. Uh, Biden continues to go down in polls. He's now at 31%. Never, there's never been anybody who's won re-election at 31%. But he might... You know, because people are so passionate about so passionate about him. Uh, They're now asking him to resign uh, over and over and over again. I'm seeing this everywhere. I want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, the American dream and how he put a stake in the heart of it. Uh, Boy, speaking of steak, I need one. Uh, And Russell Brand might need one as well. (sighs) Burger King and HelloFresh have now come off of his program. What's happening to Russell Brand, he is not alone. Uh, There are other people that are being uh, destroyed right now. Uh, And it seems like it all has to do with, I don't know, the Great Reset and Dark Future. I begin there in 60 seconds. Remember when you were a kid, you hit the ground running in the morning, didn't stop till evening? You slept, you know, all night long. Ugh, great sleep is wasted on especially teenagers. They sleep and sleep and sleep and sleep. And like, get out of bed for the love of Pete. And I get to the point where I'm my grandfather. And I never understood why my grandpa was up feeding the chickens at 4 o'clock in the morning. Grandpa, even the chickens are asleep. That's because the older you get, the... You know, at least the, the less you sleep, at least it seems to me, because it's sleep is ow, 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 the whole time. If you need a good night's rest, 
May I suggest Relief Factor Sleep? Relief Factor Sleep. It's just like the regular Relief Factor you take for pain, 100% drug-free, so it's not going to whack you out or anything like that. It just promotes healthy sleep by reducing anxiety, distress, improving your mood, promoting relaxation, and you don't feel it in your system. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number 4 relief. That's 800 the number 4 relief. Relieffactor.com. Oh. Hello Pat, how are you? Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Where do I begin? I know I I was up uh in uh, Idaho this weekend uh for mm-hmm. my uh, son's football game. Um, How'd that go? It's a re, you know it's a rebuilding year. Yeah, okay. it's a rebuilding mm-hmm. year, uh, mm-hmm. Pat. So rebuilding year. Um, but uh, if my son says to me one more time, "I'm just so tired, Dad." What? You don't know what it's like. I, I get up at six o'clock in the morning. I gotta get in. I get to work and everything is just, you know, I got to get it done. Got to get it done. I'm racing around all day. Then right. I go to school. You don't know what that's like at yeah. all. Do you? Yeah. And then I, I get home, that. you know, like mm-hmm. at eight o'clock, I just mm. power eat and I'm right back to bed. And then the next morning I do it all over again. And I'm like, oh huh. my gosh, how are you doing it? Oh, it's a miracle. It is seriously a miracle. a miracle. It is a 19 year old kid to be yeah. able to do that. That's yeah. incredible. Wow. Wow. You know, huh. <laughs> does everybody t- everybody's teenager piss them off? Uh, I think probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know because I have uh, uh, older daughters that I do know that you know because uh, one of my daughters used to always say, "My child will never lay spread eagle in the grocery store," and I'm like, mm, "Okay, hmm. all uh, right, yeah, yep." I'm a bad parent. I'll tell you that. It's only bad parents that that happens. And then when her child was. Spread eagle in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to be there and just uh, walked by her and said, huh. what a bad parent. I wouldn't. My kid would never. Uh, she slugged me, uh, but it was worth it. It was absolutely worth it. Anyway, welcome to the program. We're glad you're here. Um, I've got a really important story today that you probably are not going to read any place else unless you're a total geek. Uh, you know, like me and my staff, the uh, G20 met earlier this month in India and, uh, you know, love it, love it. Couldn't get enough of that G20 news. This is probably the biggest meeting for global economic superpowers that occurs every year. Russia and China did not attend. So the U.S. and India took a larger role in the G20 meetings. And at this year's event, the G20 produced a statement called the G20 New Delhi Leaders Declaration. Now, when I first read that, I thought, New Delhi? Where's a New Delhi? I love delis. (laughs) And then I realized they were talking about India, so Mm -hmm. I lost interest for a while. In it, the G20 published a rough outline of its policy plans and priorities for member nations. Now, keep in mind, These are the priorities that the countries agreed on, and it's a general consensus on the declaration. The reason why the New Delhi Declaration is important is because it provides an exceptional look into the globalist Great Reset playbook for next year and longer. And all of this is leading to the all incredibly important United Nations meeting uh, in September called Summit for the future where a new oops where a new 
A new international pack will be formally approved. Now, this is them showing their cards. All we have to do is look at them and take them seriously. So what's in the declaration? Well, it's uh, to say it's radical is kind of an understatement. It's the Great Reset on steroids. It's 37 pages long. You know, our guys got our declaration done in one page. If you can't do it in one page, Mm -hmm. really can't be done, you know. Uh, It's 37 pages long, each page containing a numerous bullet point agenda item for creating the Nouvelle Order. There are literally hundreds of points in the document, so I, I mean, you don't expect me to go through all of them, do you? I mean, on my own, I would never inflict that on you, but please don't make me do that. Here are just some of the highlights. Point number one. An international commitment to dramatically scale back the use of private and public lands. Yeah. The G20 is committed to restoring by 2030 at least 30% of all degraded ecosystems and scaling up the efforts to achieve land degradation neutrality. So that that means is have you degraded your land, Pat? Mm, I, yes. Yes, you I have. have. You have. You I put, have. There's cement Just, on it and a house and right. pe- yes. people. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to, we're going to have to reduce that oh, just no. a little bit. Now, uh, number two, a commitment to halt and reverse biodiversity mm. loss by 2030. Now, I have been up at night, every night, thinking about the loss of biodiversity. I think we all have. Sure we have. This would mean not only the end of land development, but also the return of land that's currently occupied to, by humans to nature. Got it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like all land that's currently occupied by humans, not all, we were, but, not all, but okay. 30%, oh. 30% of the land okay. needs to be, you know, returned, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they're not going to do anything with it. They're just going to return it to its natural utopian, you know, garden of Eden state. I'm sure. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know how we're going to feed the world's hungry, you know, when we return 30% just back to nature. Uh, but this is. What we warned about in dark future. In fact, uh, I wouldn't mind just calling these the top 10 things that we told you about in dark future that are now happening. Uh, All right. So uh, number three is a plan for international governance for AI. According to the document, member nations should ensure that AI is developed responsibly which means, among other things, designers take ethics and biases into account. So, in other words, Mm. we hate conservatives. Let's put that into the machine. It'd be good for the elites, uh, you know, um, and it would be good for us, too, if we just had the same understanding of ethics and biases, but we don't. This is a way for them to use AI now globally to promote ESG, DEI, and uh, other social justice. Furthermore, the nation's committing to promoting AI that is designed to accomplish the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Yeah. 
So we got those 17 sustainable goals. Uh, the foundation of the Great Reset, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and nearly other every other agenda these globalists uh, have. Uh, now, number four, again, we predicted that. Uh, the fourth thing we predicted in Dark Future, expanding the international tax system and building publicly regulated, controllable digital public infrastructure. Finally. Haven't we been saying that? Oh, if I could just play pay a I global the tax. Left, the, the, uh, the late forties, I think, is I, when we started saying yeah, that. We did. Yeah. We were ki- we, well. We weren't even kids back then. <laughs> no, no, we were twenty years away from uh, being kids. But we knew, <laughs> we knew that's what we wanted. Uh, unfortunately, I had a lapse of sanity, and in dark future, I said this was bad. And warned against it. Uh, Number six, Mm. things we predicted in dark future. Additional regulations for cryptocurrencies. So we can get those right out of, you know, we don't want any cryptocurrency. Well, we want digital, central digital uh, banking currency. You know, that would Mm be uh, really, really good. Seventh thing we predicted in dark future, a goal of increasing social protection programs like universal health care. And implementing policies to make social security benefits portable between nations. So wow, wow. So we could wow. we could continue what we're doing in Iran. I mean, uh, Ukraine and probably Iran mm-hmm. in Ukraine. We could just pay mm-hmm. everybody social security. Number eight, enhancing the power of the World Health Organization in future pandemics and public health emergencies. What a dream come true that'll mm-hmm. be, huh? Ninth mm. thing we predicted that has now come true in dark future, trillions in new climate-related spending programs. Now, who do you wow. think is going to... I mean, who has the printing press? You know, who can do that? Yeah. Ten, additional collaboration and research for introduction and adoption of central bank digital currencies. But remember, that is nothing more than nobody. Then it's a conspiracy theory. My gosh. This is the beginning of Dark Future. I wanted you to know if you haven't read Dark Future, you need to read it. It is happening and it is happening faster than than you can imagine. This this whole ESG thing, it's not over. It's just been renamed. That's it. And they're destroying people like Russell Brand. They're destroying him. Now, I'm not saying that he didn't do something bad in the early 2000s. I I don't know. He was a dirtbag. He said he was a dirtbag. So I I don't know. It was all consensual, though. Right. And uh, he hasn't. I don't even think he's been charged yet. Mm -mm. Um, And if he is even charged. So we don't know. But they are destroying him. Every every form of every platform. And every form of income he has is being taken away. Have you ever heard of Parliament uh, passing something and reaching out to Elon Musk at Twitter because he won't ban him? Everybody Mm -hmm. else is banning him because, you know, they're under the ESG thumb. 
Elon Musk won't do it. So Parliament, Parliament reached out and said, Twitter, you're going to have a problem in England if you don't follow the rules here. Wow. I mean, that is chilling. Chilling. Yeah. Chilling. When the guy hasn't been found guilty of anything. No. And I'm not saying he's I mean, innocent. He might be, but yeah. uh, he might be guilty. But right. You can't. You, you I've prove never, it. I've prove never it. seen this before. Yeah. It's- never. And the reason why is because he was a very effective voice on ESG in Europe. Very, very effective voice. And you can't have that. Can't have that. So they tried to call him a conspiracy theory and everything else. Nothing stopped him. So now this is going to stop him. Wow. It's it's terrifying. And that's not all that's happening. I'll get into that here in a second. I, I want to also talk to you about Bidenomics. And remember. The How go- well it's working? Yeah. Yeah. It's really working well. That in really the border. Real. Yeah. Oh, my God. Really well. Shut down. Yeah. Shut down. And Ukraine. Oh, yeah. That is working really. <laughs> Money well spent. Re- yeah, amen, mm-hmm. brother. Amen. Mm-hmm. And you know, he reduced the deficit, too. So, oh, yeah. 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 So we Bring got down that. inflation. <laughs> it's brought it way mm-hmm. down. Way, way down. down. So anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about Bidenomics and uh, the price of your car, the price of your house, the price of everything. What's happening? That more in a minute. As far as my dog Uno is concerned, I'm the master of the house. Yeah, it's not actually. Uh, no, my wife is the master. Uh, I answer to the dog after my wife. Uh, he's a German Shepherd. He doesn't speak any English, uh, which I really like. I keep him away. And you know, any dog, you just speak German, give German commands to your dog. Uh, you know, they they can't speak a language, but they're freaked out. Even they know. Oh dear, not not German. You're not a German, are you? Because they're freaked out because Germans are spooky. Anyway, as the master of this dog, I'm responsible to make sure he gets the best nutrition in his diet or he'll eat me. So I want to look for something that will lead to the happiest and healthiest life uh, that uh, that he can possibly lead. And that's why I have rough greens. It's not a dog food. I sprinkle it on the dog food. Remember, brown food, dead food. You want the greens. You name it, if it is healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens, and they have a special for you right now. They'll give you your first trial bag free. You just pay for shipping at roughgreens.com slash back, or you can call 833-GLEN-33. They're going to give you the first trial bag for free. Just pay for shipping, 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, roughgreens.com slash back. Ten seconds, station ID. So, I don't know. I think I have a problem with this. Um, YouTube demonetized Russell Brand last week. And now the uh, and now YouTube's competitor, Rumble, they're under attack from a group called The News Movement. We're going to get into that a little later. The News Movement, uh, a TikTok channel, called its advertisers to tell them their contact was uh, content was appearing alongside brands videos and asked if they would be pulling it. Many of the brands the news movement contacted 
didn't offer any con uh, comment. They're like, I don't know anything. Yeah, but did they call you? I don't know. It's the what? What exactly is the news? I don't know. I don't know. We're just not saying. Anything. <laughs> so that's good. So that's mm-hmm. good. So we've got some. Uh, you know, we have some organized brown shirts. Uh, apparently, here's some uh, more good news. Texas, the Biden administration, the harm reduction program uh, is uh, really, really doing well here. According to the, uh, the Dallas Express, since last year, the harm reduction El Paso Alliance has received nearly $800,000 from the Department of Health and Human Services as part of the nation's first federal harm reduction program. The the group, which got $800,000 from the administration, distributes smoke kits. Uh, the kits include a small cylinder made of glass. <clears throat> now, that's against the law to pass out crack pipes. <laughs> But the Biden administration doesn't seem to care about that uh, so much. So yet another attack on Texas again. Everything that we're talking about with the Great Reset, everything that's going on is to make sure that you own nothing. And how do you do that? We told you in the first book, The Great Reset, they have to impoverish you. Well, how do you do that? Well, they're doing it. I'll show you how they're doing it. And and it's really critical that you understand how they're doing it, because if you don't, you're just going to get pissed at everybody or whoever the media tells you to blame for the problems you're having financially. Also, they want to reduce our interaction with nature. I'll give you a clear-cut example on that or two in just a second. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, Now for five consecutive quarters now, credit card balances have done nothing but go up overall, and they're increasing at some of the largest rates in 20 years. This has been brutal, I think, for most Americans that are struggling with inflation, rising rates, and just generally how expensive everything seems to be in America. So if you're one of those people, let me give you possible path out American financing. They're helping people just like you get out from underneath that debt burden and start to realize significant savings. Imagine saving $700 every month. It'd go a long way, wouldn't it? Well, that's what they're helping the average customer save every single month through things like mortgage refi. Unlike credit card debt, your mortgage interest is tax deductible. That stretches the savings out even further. 
See what they can do for you. Call them. No strings attached. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440-AmericanFinancing.net. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday from 7 to 9 Eastern, live, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no, this is, I'm telling you, who even notices things like inflation? You know what I mean? Go Bidenomics. Um, the, uh, the, remember, the idea is that you will own nothing. You'll own nothing and you'll like it. So what are the things that you just think you're never going to get people out of their home? Never going to get people to stop driving cars. Well, well, now let's look at this for a second. The Home Affordability Index has fallen from 169 point average in 2020 to 87.8 points as of July. That's according to the National Association of Realtors. One key driver of the uh, expense is, of course, inflation which peaked at 9.1%. Both housing and automobiles now are mostly unfordable to American households. And why is that? Well, the government spent an awful lot of money and the feds had to raise the rates. That's how most people, they don't go out and buy a house or car with cash. The Biden administration has introduced I would say a lot of uh, high spending bills. Uh, We have um, the one point nine trillion dollar American rescue plan. Uh, Then you have the Inflation Reduction Act, which he says, I wish we wouldn't have named it that because people think it's about inflation and it's not. It's a Green New Deal. Uh, that was uh, 750 billion in new spending, 370 billion uh, for that going towards green initiatives, and then the Fed was like, "Hey, um, we're going to have inflation," and so they've brought the the Fed rate up to 5.5. Now that's the that's the amount they they loan to the the banks, not you. You're not getting 5.5. So as housing becomes unaffordable, what's it look like? Well, in most markets across the U.S., home prices have risen between 10 and 15 percent just in the last couple of years. The median home price in July was four hundred and twelve thousand three hundred dollars. That's insanity. That's insanity. Half a million dollars almost for the average house. That's crazy. Mm. Mortgage rates were 6.92. So you're you're paying 7% on your mortgage compared to 2020 when the median home was $300,000. Plus, I refinanced just a couple of years ago at like 2.2. Eight or yeah. something. The average at the time was three point one seven. Six point. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. and still historically that is low, but we haven't seen that yeah, in a long time. Long time. Okay. Four hundred and twelve thousand dollars for the average house. 
Who can afford that? Real wages have been downgraded by inflation. The median weekly real earnings for both wage and salary workers, according to the Federal Reserve of St. Louis, has declined 7.1% in the second quarter of this year. 7.1? Also, you want to buy a car, you have the high interest rates, you have, mm-hmm. how much is the average car now? I have I no idea. I think it's over 30, over 30,000. Oh, it's got to be over 30. Yeah. Easily over 30. You remember, I remember when I was growing up, a Mercedes, which I didn't know anybody who had a Mercedes or anything. No, I didn't either. It was like $30,000 or 20, I think it was yeah, 20,000. Probably more like 20. Yeah, $20,000. The price of auto insurance is now up 19.1%. Why is that? Why is that? Why tickets. is it up? A huh? lot of tickets, a lot of speeding tickets. No, 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 no it's no, not that. Not, not oh, okay, that. No, sorry. that's you. That's, that's you. <laughs> it's a little yeah, close to yeah, home. Yeah, no. Uh, what is it? Uh, people stealing cars, people breaking into cars all over the country, breaking their glass, having mm-hmm. to be repaired over and over and over again. So that makes so the crime that the left brought us. Yeah. And the inflation mm-hmm. that both the right and the left have brought us, but. Now crazy from the uh, from the left. And so what's happening? Nobody's buying cars, which is hurting Detroit and hurting the workers and new home construction is crashing. It's down 33 percent from last year at this time. But don't worry. uh, There's a lot of you know, jobless construction workers out there uh-huh. and we're importing millions of new hardworking illegals. So that's going to make that even better for the construction workers. By the way, how much does it take to now qualify for a mortgage? $104,000 for you to even qualify Our national debt is now $33 trillion last Tuesday, uh, more than $5 trillion over Biden's term, far greater than the $2.48 trillion increase seen under Donald Trump and the $4.3 trillion under Obama. In eight years? In eight years, $5 trillion in two. Wow. So... You know, yeah, but he told us over the weekend he just hasn't been getting the message out. He's got to get the message out to people. About I'm trying to help him. Great, I'm he's try- doing. I'm trying yeah, to help him, and I'm sure he'd thank you for this. Yeah, thank you. So um, <laughs> there's another story. Remember, <laughs> the whole goal is you don't own anything, and the only way they can make that happen is if you just can't afford anything, and so you'll have to go to renting. You'll rent your car. You'll take an Uber. You'll you, you won't drive, you'll rent a bike, you'll rent a house, all of it. And you won't have any place to go because they want to reclaim the national parks and 30% of the country. So they don't want you driving very far. Another reason for electric cars, 400 miles tops. They don't want you driving across the country. You won't be flying across the country. And 
in in something that I'm sure is absolutely has nothing to do with anything that I just talked about. La Jolla Beach in San Diego, known for its beauty and rugged rocks. Mainly what people really love, the sea lion population. I know I love that. I love that. Um, well, they're now going to uh, uh, ban and protect the sea lion uh, population in San Diego. Um, the 8-0 vote uh, in the uh, city council said they're going to close the beach. Close the beach in La Jolla. Uh, but just for seven years. It's oh, like, okay. So just just seven years uh-huh. to stop the spread. Uh, <laughs> that's all. That's that's all that. All that is. What happens after seven years? The sea lions have had enough babies in order oh, to yeah. repopulate yeah, the beach. Of course, okay. of course, yeah, of course. And anybody who stands mm. in the in the way, of course, you know you're a, you're a problem. By the way. Uh, Gavin Newsom kind of hit the panic button over the weekend. He found out that his son listens to Joe Rogan Mm -hmm. and uh, said that, you know, I I really worry about the misinformation and the disinformation from from Rogan, you know, about what's happening to our country. I I worry about these micro cults that my kids are in. So really, it's a micro. If you listen to Joe Rogan, you're in a micro cult. Ha! Huh. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Uh, by the way, speaking of Joe Rogan, did you see what he did over the weekend? I did not. Well, we told you last week that the House and the Senate, or the Assembly and the Senate, they voted to pass something really special, and it was only waiting for Gavin Newsom's signature. It passed overwhelmingly, and it was. Just say no to parents being notified. You couldn't, you you were not allowed to tell a parent if your kid was going to uh, be, you know, have a sex change operation. And the bigger part of it, the teeth, if your parent did not affirm your treatment, you could be arrested. The kids could be taken away. Now, I thought there was no way Gavin Newsom's not going to sign that Gavin in California mm-hmm. when it passed the past the House and the Senate. He's going to stand in the way of it. Everybody thought it was a foregone conclusion. Hmm. Yeah, he vetoed it. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be running for president. But with the rest of the news coming out this weekend about how bad Joe Biden is performing in the polls, I'm not not saying that either. I want to talk to you about the parallel economy here that we're building uh, all the time in America and on this program. And one of the best examples of the kind of company that belongs in that kind of an economy is Patriot Mobile for a decade They have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. The only one. And I've been proud to partner with them since almost day one. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage so you can access any of the three major networks that everybody's on. But you don't have to worry that part of your bill is going to fund leftist causes. 
you not only get great service at a great price, but you're also sending a message to the rest of the country that you believe in and support free speech, religious freedom, sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team is going to help make switching easy. Whether you're keeping your number, your phone, or upgrading one or both, just go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. It's 972-PATRIOT. Get the activation when you use the offer code Beck. Join me and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, I didn't know this, but Elon Musk apparently is even even better than everyone thought at building cars because they're actually rolling hospitals. Apparently, Uh, here is cut three um, AOC's reason for buying a Tesla. You were quoted back in July saying you look forward to buying a union made electric vehicle, but you buy but you currently have a non union made Mm -hmm. Tesla. UAW already makes some electric vehicles. Yes. So why wasn't that? Is it a problem with the the quality? Is it a problem with the style? Is the market just not there? Uh, no, the, our car was purchased uh, during the pandemic when travel mass, before a, a vaccine had come out. So travel between New York and Washington, the safest way that we had determined was an EV, but that was prior to um, some of the new models coming out on the market that had the range available. Uh, but we're actually looking into trading in our car now so we're looking into it and hopefully we will soon oh that's great so it was the safest way uh to travel uh which you know <laughs> you you wanted mm. to be safe in that oh yeah. bubble mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that's you can't buy american and be safe no not from the pandemic no so mm-hmm. some of the other models weren't out now i don't know which models those were because uh all those electric vehicles were 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 out and and they were still sitting on the lot for a very long time. Everybody was like, "Don't mm-hmm. no, don't you have something like something we want?" No, we have the you know the electric vehicles still sitting here, still on sale. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have uh, Joe Biden over the weekend. Speaking of vaccinations, got five. So I'm running again, and you may have noticed. A lot of people are focused on my age. Well, I get it. Believe me. Uh I know better than anyone. But there's something else I know. When I came to office, this nation was flat on its back. I knew what to do. I vaccinated the nation and rebuilt Mm -hmm. the economy. Mm -hmm. You did? Yeah. Vaccinated the nation. Oh, uh, he's maybe the economy of Ukraine? Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's rebuilding that. that. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing that. That's really yeah. So he vaccinated the nation and uh, rebuilt the economy. Uh, he's done some other things. Some other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's turned uh, he's turned uh, schools and teachers against uh, parents. Here's our education secretary uh, mm. speaking to the Associated Press. Listen to this. You've said that public education and public schools are under attack. I'm wondering whether this is something that other education secretaries have had to grapple with. 
You know, I've been in education, uh, you know, about 25 years. Um, not including the time I was in higher ed as a student. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it where it is now. There was civility. We could disagree. Mm. We could have healthy conversations yeah. mm -hmm. um, around what's best for kids. Mm -hmm. I respect differences of opinion. Do you? No. I don't have too doesn't. much respect for people that are mm. misbehaving in public mm. and then acting as if they know what's right for kids. There's ah. a team that's fighting for kids, <laughs> and there's a team that's fighting against kids. Right. Uh huh. Right. And it's the teachers. It's he the goes teachers. on to say the teachers yeah. are the ones who know what's best that's for their right. kids. That's right. Of course. They're with them every day. Unlike the parents. Right. Or with them, what, a couple times a month? Right. Maybe. Maybe. Men if don't you're lucky. care about them that much. Yeah. I've, so. I've got mine in a homeless shelter. I Do visit, you, I visit where you them put your kids? once every six months. Yeah. You know? Yeah, okay. I'm like, hey, All right. one of these kids is mine. Uh, <laughs> if you claim to be mine, come on down. And then eventually one of the kids, you know, strolls down like, hi, dad. And I'm like, hey, good. Glad to mm -hmm. see you're still alive. Get back to the shelter. And uh, and how can I possibly know what's best for my kids? Well, you can't. And he loves, you know, civil debate. As long as you agree with them. Right. He loves yeah. it. We yeah, have yeah. civil discussions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get out. Get out. <laughs> you don't care about your kid. Only the teachers care about the kids. And me. And I count my time in education while I was going to school, too. That I was in education. The Glenn Beck Program. So, you thought back to school. You thought that was going to be a, a load off your mind when you are gone. Nah. Mm -mm, no. Back to school with your kids? Load off your mind? No. Neither. Here's some good news. Uh, you get... Uh, you get at least one thing off your plate by putting great meat on your plate right now, and that's dinner. Good Ranchers has built relationships with local farms to source the best 100% American beef, chicken, pork, and now wild-caught seafood. Right now, when you subscribe to any box with Good Ranchers, you're going to get two years of free ground beef. That's 144 meals on Good Ranchers tab. That's a back-to-school basic. Subscribe and use my promo code GLEN. Get $25 off your box of Good Ranchers plus the free ground beef for two years. 21 pounds of high-quality ground beef. You're going to get it for two years, and this deal ends October 6th. So subscribe today and claim both the offer plus $25 off with the promo code GLEN. Good Ranchers also has a price lock guarantee. That is also leaving by October 6th, so subscribe today. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson-Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen.
What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Now, this is coming to, as a shock. Please pull over. If you're driving, I don't want you to just go into shock and, and you know, drive into another. Please, please practice listening to this show with safety, would you please? Uh, here's the shocking news. Biden's disapproval rating has hit its highest mark of his presidency. His disapproval rating. It is, wow, uh, not good, not good. And so some are saying, Mr. President, you should resign. Another amazing op-ed coming from the left saying, you really should resign. Hmm, I wonder if that would happen. We'll talk about that coming up in 60 seconds. First, last month, an enormous amount of data was stolen from two of the most popular casinos in America, MGM Resorts and Caesars Entertainment. Social security numbers, driver's license numbers, loyalty member cards included. And while I'm sure that the cyber criminals involved have nothing but the best intentions with that information, they could commit identity theft. Right? Everything you have is online all the time. You don't wait for somebody to steal your personal information and steal your identity. Start protecting yourself from it. You just don't do that. It's really important to understand that there are measures that you can take right now to help it keep it from happening. And this is LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock. If you install LifeLock, you can save so much money and hassle. Nobody can stop everything. But LifeLock by Norton is the best in the business. And if you save now, 25%, if you act now, 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com and use the promo code BECK. Well, hello, Pat. Glenn. Thanks for sitting in. Oh, Pat. Happy to do it, Glenn. Where is, where is <laughs> Stu? Where, where did he go? You don't even have any idea. He didn't, even, he didn't even say anything to me. He was just like, gone. Thursday, just like, I got to leave. Okay. Is he having surgery again? Is he finishing off that surgery? That's really. Uh, President Biden's disapproval rating hit the highest mark of his presidency in a new poll. What a surprise. Uh, also showed the support by essential voting blocks is slipping. Biden's disapproval mm-hmm. rating ticked up to 56%. And I am shocked that it is that low. Mm-hmm. Think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly. With the way things are? Tell me what he has he accomplished. Honestly, and I mean this sincerely. Can yeah. you think of anything that his, you know, his voting base would say, well, he did this. Yeah, they'll tell you he's created 13 million jobs. No. Which is BS. No, but I mean. Of course. No, but I. But I that's what, what they'll tell you. But what I'm saying is somebody that is actually. Is there any way to actually have a no. real. Absolutely. There's nothing. There's no. nothing. Not unless you're a total moron. A real buffoon. You you have to be. You have to have all the really? intelligence of a bathroom bolt brush. To really? This guy's doing a good job. Ha. Huh. Yeah. I would think that there would be yeah. something. No. There's no, nothing. No, nothing, nothing at all. Wow. Well, that's why he trails even in the Washington Post ABC News poll. Did you see the results in that? 
52 percent. Yeah, 52 to 42 Trump leads. Yeah, you think that's reliable? It's Washington Post, ABC News. It's certainly not slanted toward <laughs> no. Trump. Yeah, certainly not slanted I mean, they, towards Trump. They have been wrong in the past, yes. but all polls have been. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this is what let's see it. Let's see it again. Yeah. Let's yes. see it happen again. I mean, it probably is an outlier because he's probably not up by 10. But I think that Biden's in trouble. And that's why you're hearing the scuttlebutt in the Democrat Party. Right. You also have him slipping mm. with voters 18 to 24. Yeah. He only has a 46 uh, percent approval rating. Latin Latinos, 43 percent. Independents who are going to decide the general election at 36 percent. Yeah, it's not good. Trump's lead in the GOP primary has surged ahead. Uh, he is now leading by 43 points. It's that amazing. is it's incredible. incredible, incredible. He's the first choice among national Republican primary voters at 59 percent. Um, <laughs> so now this is what you're starting to see from people who love Joe Biden because, you know, he was just out of the Congressional Black Caucus, which he thought he was at last week. Yeah, but it was the the uh, <laughs> Congressional uh, Latino Congress, right? Yes. Hispanic Congress. Yes, but he called them the, bl- the, the Black, Black Congress. Congress. So I don't know if he thought he was at the Hispanic Conference this time, <laughs> but um, he uh, he was talking about LL Cool J, who... He's brilliant in it, too. He's brilliant with it. I think he's going to get a lot of support after so? showing how hip he Have is. Have you heard it? Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard it. Oh, you haven't heard oh, it? Oh, no, I've just oh, read it. Oh, it's really it. good. No, you it's good. It? Yes, we yeah. do have it. Uh, it is... Uh, two of the great artists of our time representing yeah. the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop in America, LLJ Cool J. Uh, uh, by the way, that boy's got... Uh-oh. That man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I think he's... Been, Wait, what? And MC Light, both of you, thank you. Okay, so... L L J Cool right J J uh, he knows him he loves him oh he lo- he he's loves got all him. his earlier and works can I ask mm-hmm. when he sees somebody uh, a man in particular yes this is a thing now always always every time he has to mention their biceps yeah or feel them yeah or say that I wish I had you as my Lime blocking for me when I was in, because you're really hot. (laughs) (laughs) Really hot. Yeah. Wow, I haven't heard the really hot part. Well, I'll I'll find it and play it for you because it's (laughs) it's incredible. And then again with the boy. Yeah. And he does that all the time. But he caught himself this time. Did you notice that? That boy, um, man, man, I'm not a racist. Wait a minute. I just showed my racist <laughs> tendencies there. Man, I meant. Wow. Amazing. Wow. It's amazing. And then to screw up his name when it's in front of him in the teleprompter, I don't understand that. You know they went over this with him. You know they did because his aides prepare him for this stuff. He has AIDS? <laughs> Not that kind of AIDS. Oh, okay. yeah. The Oof. people who help him, maybe that's like, a better way to gonna, put it. He's sicker no, he than I thought. Yeah, I know. He does yeah, not no, have it. Okay, so far you. as I know, he does right. not. But to to then screw up the name, what what is the deal? How big do they have to make the font for this guy? I mean, 
I mean, as a guy who screws up names all the time, yeah, I'm not going to. But please. But LL Cool J is not, not hard. hard. It's, it's not hard. not yeah, that hard. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's hip. Anyway, um, there is a um, there's an opinion now from Newsweek. Mr. President, you're going to lose to Trump. We're begging you to step down. Wow. This is Newsweek. Listen to this. Wow. The old rule about incumbents was that if they're under 50 points in approval, they're toast. President Joe Biden is under 40. There's almost no chance he's going to win. I've never heard of an incumbent polling over uh, under 40 points who went to win the reelection. When it comes to Joe Biden, three and six recent polls had him in the 30s. In one recent poll, President Biden was an abysmal 32 percent. Sorry, but that's unrecoverable. You're just telling yourself sweet little lies if you think he can win with those numbers. I know what everyone in Washington is going to say next, but that's not fair. He passed so many bills. No one's passed this much legislation since Grover Cleveland or something. He passed the semiconductor bill. I got bad news for you if you're a Democrat. No one cares about the semiconductor bill or any of the other bills that helped his donors so much. And coincidentally, a couple of other Americans as well. Even if you love those bills, no American even knows about them. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, if you're a Republican, Biden is a godsend, especially if you're MAGA. There is no way Trump can beat anyone else. Another poll found that 59% of Americans think Trump should end his campaign immediately and quit life. And quit life or quit for life? What do you mean quit life? Okay, wow. they didn't say the last part. No, that's what he meant. But they might have well uh, have said it. Uh, I've never seen a number that bad. In that same poll, Trump came in at an abysmal 33% approval. And how did Biden do in that poll? Worse. At 32. Mm. MAGA should be doing everything they can to keep Biden in the race. He's their only hope. President Biden needs to step down immediately. This is Newsweek. Mm -hmm. Needs to step down immediately and give someone else a chance to do what they uh, what they will. Um, and certainly they'll be able to accomplish a trounce of Trump in 2024. I'm a progressive. So even if I get my wish and President Biden were to step down, I'm not overly fond of any of the corporate Democrats we have to choose from. But if you're being honest, mm -hmm. they would at least all beat Trump with a stick, not because they're so great, but because Trump is infinitely worse and the American people know it. Trump is also polling at 33 percent and six out of 10 Americans despise him. Yet Biden is still losing to him. If you spend any time listening to people in the power of politics or media, You'll have heard some version of the talking point that Joe Biden is the only one that can beat Trump. It's nonsense based on what the data is and what they're uh, I don't understand how they're making this claim. The truth is the exact opposite. Biden is the only person who can't beat Trump. My left foot could beat Trump. An open dumpster fire can beat Trump. This is when the D.C. establishment will huff. He beat him last time. Yes, Joe Biden won the Electoral College by 44,000 votes in three swing states. You know what that means? 
it means he almost lost to a complete buffoon who said we should inject disinfectants into our bodies to cure COVID. <laughs> this is so maddening. It is. Biden won by the skin uh. of his teeth to that ignoramus. And that was when uh, he was 10 to 15 points higher in approval. Let that sink in. He was at least 10 points higher and he barely won last time. Spare me the useless talking point of how he won by 7 million votes. That's true. But uh, you wanted that to matter. Maybe you should have passed the Freedom to Vote Act. Wow. Jeez. But President Biden barely tried. His donors apparently didn't press him on that one. And God help the Democrats if the Republican nominee isn't Donald Trump. Then Biden has mathematically a 0% chance of winning. Not even close. Not within miles of close. Joe Biden sees the same numbers we see. His team puts out talking points about how this is the most important election of our lifetime, how democracy is on the line. They're right. Yet Biden sees the same devastating polling results we see and concludes his ego concludes that uh, he is more important than the election. And according to his own logic, democracy itself. I'm putting forward a petition asking Joe Biden to drop out of the race because unlike the president, I actually do believe democracy is on the line. I don't want to go into that fateful election with a hobbled candidate whose chances of winning are so low. Why would we voluntarily make that mistake? You can hate the messenger and you can think that an incumbent can win even though they're in the 30s in approval, but that isn't going to change the inevitable. Joe Biden is going to lose this election. We need a new candidate. What are people going to understand we're not a democracy never that's what you pulled out of it they're not what i pulled out of it. they're not that's what you pulled out of it that's part of what i pulled yeah. out yeah uh it drives me out of my mind i know it does it no, out does. of my mind drives them crazy too i'm, I'm with adults you, but should understand that i got it i got it <laughs> i got it but the other <laughs> thing is uh i think i i think biden's their best chance even though he's so compromised i i if if uh, gavin newsom gets into this race no, I think he loses by even more than Biden would because you've got California as an example. I mean, California is a talk about a dumpster fire. That's the very definition of a dumpster fire. Show the city, show Los Angeles and San Francisco and what those cities have become under this guy. Uh, so I, I think a Republican you, crushes Gavin Newsom. What do you say about Michelle Obama? Oh, that's uh, that's the one problem spot where if she decides to run, she wins. That's my fear. And she's maybe worse than Joe Biden. Oh, Not even maybe. Yes. She oh, no. Is, she is. Except for yeah, the yeah. fact that I think she has her faculties. But those faculties are frightening because she hates America. Yeah. And the, the she's a Marxist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's definitely. For sure. She's much more hardcore <laughs> than her than her husband. Yes. She's she's Hillary she's a nightmare. Clinton on steroids. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm very much hopeful that she still isn't interested in running for office. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that hope. Yeah. I hope. We can dream. We can dream. This may come as quite a shock to you, but I'm not an expert on everything. No, I'm not. In fact, there are quite a, quite a few areas of life I'm completely clueless, clueless about. And one of those used to be how to buy and sell houses. In my line of work, I've had a lot of that because for a while there, I couldn't really keep a job. And it used to frustrate me to no end because I, I didn't know how to find the most competent agent. 
No idea what to do about it. I started realestateagentsitrust.com, company I started years ago with my brother, and we'll pair you up with the best real estate agents in the area if you're moving from and then the one you're moving to. People who are the people that know the real estate game inside and out. Now, how could I do that? How could I start this company? I didn't even know what it took because I spent about five years working with the 500 best real estate agents in the country, according to the Wall Street Journal. I learned from them. Many of them are referred uh, to you uh, as uh, as somebody that can help you buy or sell your house. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there, find the right real estate agent for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. 10 seconds, station ID. So you don't think Gavin Newsom would win? I don't. I, I really don't. I, he's got too bad a track record. Uh, if you compared that against anybody in the country, but especially Florida. I'm not sure I agree with you. No chance. Not sure I agree with you. Have you seen San Francisco? Have you seen oh, no, Los I, Angeles? I have. I have. Do you know that, what, three million people left the mm-hmm. state yeah. under his watch? Oh, I do. I do. Uh, but there's those are pretty a good lot of points. people that will just say anybody but Trump. Yeah, they will. And yeah, they true. haven't had their lives destroyed by Gavin Newsom. Only Californians have. Yeah. But Californians, they I think they understand it. I don't know if they care about it, but they, they understand what he's done to their state. And that's why so many of them left and came here. I just think that Gavin Newsom, what he did over the weekend... Was oh, it, that was so definitely a important. calculated move. Oh, big time. Absolutely a national move, not a California move. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, there's no way. No. Um, Democrats, here's another story uh, from The Hill. Democrats who believe former President Trump is unelectable in 2024 may have to pin their hopes on this, uh, on his personality and past conduct rather than his actual policies. Trump may simply be too disliked by too many people to prevail in a general election. And the combined weight of two impeachments, the legacy of January 6, and four criminal indictments could sink mm. him. But it is noticeable that on three of the most controversial issues facing the nation, abortion, immigration, and the war in Ukraine, Trump is either trimming his sails into electable shape or public mm. opinion is shifting in his direction. Some Democrats now worry that their party colleagues are being far too complacent about President Biden's chance of victory if Trump is his opponent, given the multitude of challenges the incumbent is facing. This is something that I have not seen with an incumbent president ever before, ever before. You don't you just don't do this to an incumbent. Yeah, they are sending the In his own party. Yeah. First. They're begging him to drop out yep. his his supporters and the establishment uh, in the press are giving him a kind exit. You've accomplished so much. You're so great. You should exit. Right. Uh, the next thing is they begin to shove. Right. right. They're trying to do it gently right now. Yeah. And and who is the Washington Post reporter that supposedly a. Uh, CIA insider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he sent the message last, last week, week 
uh, you need to go. Yeah. And everybody knows that he's the guy that, that is you would the go to. deep state CIA type that you would go to. And yep. he wrote the article, yep. time to leave. Yeah. Uh, you know, bless your heart, you've done a great job, but it's time to go. So that this is The Hill. That was the Washington Post. Yeah. And it was Newsweek, the one I read before this. Just a this. moment ago. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, there's a lot. They're in trouble. There's a lot. I firmly believed he was going to be the nominee. I'm starting to doubt that now. They they might force him out. But they better do it quick because there's a deadline in some states coming up in October. So they'd have to do it right away. What about giving Barbara Boxer's seat to Kamala? Yeah. Appointing a new vice president, Gavin oh, Newsom, and then retiring. I could see that happening. <laughs> yeah, I, could <laughs> I could see, see that it. happening. Yeah, back in just a second. The Glenn Beck program. That was a, that was a trick. I meant Feinstein, and Pat walked right into it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, anyway, life was a lot simpler before cars. You know, we were just riding horses, and back then, you know, your horse overheated. You know, you didn't have to bring him to some shop to repair him, you know. You just shot him. Let's just say, yeah, bullets were cheaper back mm. then. Nowadays, a million things can go wrong, and fixing it can be complicated and really expensive. In fact, it usually is. But when you enroll with CarShield, you're getting a protection plan that starts as low as $100 a month. Flexible, month-to-month coverage. Your choice of an ASE-certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, and complimentary towing and rental car options. You also get no long-term contracts, and CarShield administrators will handle all the paperwork and repairs so you don't have to. Your price will never go up. Never go up. Call 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at BlazeTV.com. Promo code Glenn. So I've got I have questions, many questions about Canada. Uh, you know, I I grew up right by the northern border, uh, and especially you know we had problems with the Canadians coming across that border, you know, in droves, and uh, and then just oh, yeah. you know going to like the Kmart and the Walmart and getting mm-hmm. deals, and then just coming right back across their border. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, you know, I've always I've always thought Canadians had some common sense to I don't think that's still true um, because of some of the things that are going on, there's good news and bad news coming out of out of Canada. Ezra Levant is with us now. He's a rebel news founder. It's kind of like the blaze up in Canada. He is the host of the Ezra Levant show. Uh, and uh, and he's here to tell us the happenings this weekend. Let's start with um the big standing ovation that was was given to a canadian nazi ezra glenn it's absolutely crazy uh <laughs> yaroslav hunka 
is the name of a former Nazi SS officer. So I'm not just talking about some regular GI in the Wehrmacht who was conscripted and just fought in a tank. I'm talking about someone who volunteered to be part of Hitler's elite Nazis in Ukraine. Now, he's 98 years old, and he's been living a very low-profile life in Canada. So unlike some other Nazis, he hasn't been hunted down by the Mossad. Imagine how surprised he must have been to receive a phone call that he would be the honored guest in Parliament when Justin Trudeau welcomed Vladimir Zelensky on Friday. And he was just like in your American State of the Union address where they point the camera at someone in the audience and they give him a shout out and everyone mm-hmm. gives him applause. They literally did that for Yaroslav Hanka, a 98-year-old Nazi SS officer. But they didn't introduce him that way, Glenn. They said he, quote, fought the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the yes, Nazis did that. Yes. Hitler did that. <laughs> That's right. Amongst other things, uh, you know, they also fought the Poles. They also fought the Jews. And this guy, Hunka, couldn't believe it. He's been hiding in Canada for 70 years. And then mm. in the twilight of his life, he's cheered and he ra- he raises his fist and he gets a standing O. But later on, and, and I did a little bit of digging here, I thought, well, who is this guy? And he was one of 2,000 Nazis that sort of sneaked into Canada after the war. They went to Argentina and other Latin American countries, and 2,000 of them came to Canada. And don't tell me they didn't know. Don't tell me you don't have a guest of honor at our version of a State of the Union address where the entire parliament is assembled. Don't tell me when Vladimir Zelensky comes, they have a very high security vetting everybody rule. Don't tell me they didn't know who this guy was. They absolutely knew who he was, Glenn. Here is the interesting thing to me. They cheer in parliament an actual SS Nazi, and yet... They accuse, what, half of Canada, anybody who stood behind the truckers, they accuse them of Nazis and threaten to put them all in jail. Well, that's a good way to understand Justin Trudeau. He calls himself a male feminist, but he admits that he sexually assaulted a woman named Rose Knight. He mm-hmm. just said, oh, she experienced it differently. He calls you a racist, but he's the guy who dressed up in blackface so many times he says he lost count. He calls everyone he doesn't like a Nazi, including Jewish people. He called a Jewish MP a Nazi. He called a black MP a Nazi. But he's the one leading the standing ovation for an actual Nazi, not (laughs) Nazi linked or Nazi vibes. This guy was out there with his gun obeying their Fuhrer. And it's just incredible. And the kind of mop-up work that the media party is doing, Glenn, is just incredible. And do you think for a second that Trudeau will stop calling people Nazis? It's such a total meltdown. Trudeau's taken a day off from question period today. Normally, he goes into Parliament and answers questions. Uh, He can't be bothered. He's got other things to do. By the way, this is one week after he accused the country of India of uh, murdering a Canadian and his deputy actually suggested that India might be sabotaging Trudeau's plane to kill him. Canada is becoming a failed state. We're falling apart economically. The only countries in the world that we have stronger relations with now than we did 10 years ago are Cuba and Ukraine. It's a mess up here, Glenn. Same, but it's well, we're going the same route. 
I, I don't even know if we have good relations with Ukraine. I mean, we're sending them money, but I think they come over and they're like, oh, you pigs, they still eat you. Give me more money. Um, now, there, there was some good news uh, I saw on Friday and then again on Saturday. Parents were marching, something you don't see in America anymore because January 6th scared the pants off of people. And so now they're not going out and marching. But no matter what Trudeau did to the truckers, you had people out on the streets marching uh, against what's being done in their schools. Oh, it's amazing. It was called the Million Person March. It was parents <laughs> marching to protect their kids from gender ideology in schools. And here's the crazy thing. The leader of this march was a Muslim immigrant to Canada. Mm. And what's so interesting is some of the parents who care the most about their kids come from abroad. They're newcomers to Canada, and they, they have family values, and they don't understand gender ideology. I think the most iconic picture from those, and I, I don't know if there was quite a million people. That would be an awful lot for a country as small as Canada. But there were hundreds of thousands. We had 14 reporters in seven cities, and it was eye-popping. It really was uh, comparable to the trucker convoy. The most iconic picture was a Muslim woman wearing a hijab, holding up a sign that said, don't trust anyone who tells you to keep secrets from your parents. It was something like that. I don't have the picture in front of me. And that's what it is. Across Canada, our provincial governments are introducing laws that would require schools to tell parents if their minor children were switching genders, changing their name, changing their pronouns, just to let parents know. Because until this point, it's being kept a secret between sex ed counselors at school and the kids. And that's so gross. Keeping secrets about sexual matters from your parents, that's something that, you know, you used to arrest people for a exactly decade right. ago. So uh, public opinion polls show that about 80 percent of Canadians support the parents' right to be informed. But Trudeau called those people transphobic. No surprise. So where is Trudeau? Because he's he's kind of, I think, kind of like our Gavin Newsom. The guy's bat crap crazy. Um, and where is he in his cycle? I mean, do you have a, do you have term limits on him? And when is he up for re-election? We do not have term limits. Ooh. He has been prime minister for eight years, and his father Pierre Trudeau was prime minister for sixteen years. And I fear that Justin Trudeau wants to equal or better his father. Now there is some hopeful news, though. He said so many missteps, and by the way, it all started when the truckers made him blink. He overreacted. He declared martial law. He de deployed riot horses. He seized bank accounts of his political opponents. And he felt pretty proud of himself, but that marked, I think, the end of the honeymoon. And he's been on decline in the polls ever since. The latest polls put him 15% behind the new Conservative Party leader, wow. who again was installed because the truckers, because the old Conservative Party leader wouldn't even meet the truckers. And so the Conservative caucus threw out their old leader, and they chose a leader who's got a little bit more courage. So those truckers, I think, really not only helped end the lockdowns, but I think they put Canada on a more hopeful path. Now, it's very dark right now. But uh, Trudeau is 15% behind the polls. He's alienating so many different communities. 
and and I I have to think that you know a lot of people were sort of in love with Trudeau, and when you fall out of love with someone, it, it often turns to hate. It's not just neutrality. I think people felt feel duped by him. Uh, mm. People who were enthralled by him feel that they were tricked and hoodwinked. They realized that he is an odious man. He's an actor. Like many male feminists, he was faking it. I think he's going to be thrown out. I sure hope so, Glenn. Well, that would be good news for the United States as long as he's replaced with somebody better and not necessarily, you know, we, we could do worse. I don't know how, but I think the devil has some time on his hands. Um, you know, he, I, I'm sure he would take the job in either of our countries. Um, Ezra, thank you so much. I appreciate everything you, you guys do up in Canada. Thank you. Thanks, my friend. You bet. Bye-bye. All right, let me tell you about Goldline. Just when you, you thought it couldn't be another interest rate hike, the Federal Reserve comes out and says there's a, a need for another one later this year. Oh, good, good, good. Now, maybe you're comfortable letting this blind person juggling chainsaws micromanage our economy. But frankly, it makes me a little bit worried because it's almost as if they have no idea what they're doing. And I said almost. Yeah, and I should correct that. No, they don't know what they're doing. Here's the thing. The coming tide of economic problems is going to be severe. Build a hedge around yourself. Make sure that you have something left after this storm appears and then goes away eventually. Goldline can help you. For every full ounce of fractional gold eagles purchased, you're going to receive a free one-tenth ounce platinum St. Helena Trust Series coin. This is uh, available now at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, hello and uh, welcome to the program. There's a couple of things going on. Uh, Rite Aid is going out of business, uh, closing hundreds of stores. It is mulling bankruptcy. Uh, right now, uh, gee, I wonder what it could be. I wonder what it could be causing that. I no idea. Uh, Amazon has also announced that television shows and movies on its Prime Video service are going to include now limited advertisements. I mean, is that what we were paying for? Yeah, I thought so. Eight ninety nine per month, or if you're a Prime member, uh, you get it for fourteen ninety nine a month, or a hundred. Mm-hmm. $39 annually. Yeah. I thought that's what we were paying for. Yeah, that's that's the impression I was under is yeah. that the 15 bucks a month were so you didn't have to put up with commercials. Now that's going up another 3 bucks a month. Well, 2.99. So essentially you're going from 15 to $18. And that might not seem like a lot to many, but uh for my wife <laughs> That's gonna be. I got paid eighteen dollars to come to Disneyland. What's she? What? What's she gonna say? I got paid eighteen dollars a month to come to Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. Your your wife is frugal. <laughs> she is frugal. A it's little a, bit frugal. A good word for yeah. for what she is. Yes. Yeah. Why, why, why do you say it very that way? very She's frugal? Kept you out of the poorhouse. <laughs> she you. has. She has many yeah. times. She has many times. The first time I met you. Mm-hmm. Pat's wife was making his shirts. 
I met him. Not all of them. Not all, but but many. Yeah, the one, the one I met you (laughs) when you were wearing when we met you was a homemade shirt, and I and I thought that That was it was quaint. (laughs) I thought no, that is really. Wow. Uh, you thought you... it was adorable, if I remember it, correctly. It was adorable. It, yeah. it was adorable. Yeah. So to say she's frugal is... It's a massive understatement. Mm-hmm. It is a... <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. And you know what? This does start to add up. All the... Does it? All the services sure we have? Sure it does. Yeah. yeah. What you know services that. do you have? Well, we've got Amazon. we got yeah. Netflix. Okay. All right. Disney Plus. Yeah. Hulu. Blaze. Bl- the Blaze, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. I get a little bit of a discount on that yeah, one. Yeah, right, sure. Uh but um Do you get do do you do you watch like the Paramount? Uh, yeah. Okay, yes. so you're you you're I, I mean, there's quite a few. Yeah, there's quite a few. That that's adding up yeah. a, a, a great deal. Yeah. Uh do you do do you watch movies on demand? Yes. Yes. You do. But well, I try to anyway. It'll be like the weekend. And we'll it'll be looking for something, desperately searching for something to watch because we've seen everything. Yeah. So then I'll go to the movie, the iTunes movie thing, mm-hmm. and click on something. Let's watch this. This looks really good. I'm not going to pay four dollars. Wait, it's four dollars. <laughs> it's three ninety nine. It's under four. You, you could go to the movie theater and spend much more. <laughs> yes. Yes. And that's what I try to tell her. I'm not going to pay that in my home because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, jeez, it's agonizing. Yeah, yeah, it's agonizing. Yeah, you know how hard it is to find things to agree on. Oh, oof! Add kids into the mix, and it's oh, deadly. It's, it just doesn't happen. It's like, okay, I'm not going to spend another forty-five no. minutes trying no. to decide. I, I mean, it's it's horrible. And it is. There's got to be. I mean, you know, been here before. Uh, there's got to be a way uh, because people are going to start really having problems. This is why I've I've said to Daily Wire and everybody else, we've got to figure out a way. I don't care who gets it. I'm not trying to make money off of, of Ben Shapiro or anything else, but we've got to figure out a way where to we come can together come unify. together yeah. and have a package yes. for everybody, but yes. nobody will do it. Really? Nobody will do it. Nobody will do it. Still? Yes. And it's like, guys. With the writing on the wall like it is? I think. I think. Because you're going to have to start making choices. Yeah. You know, people already have. Yeah. You know, what are you going to get rid of? Well, and you talked about the censorship earlier in the show and uh, what's happening to people being canceled. They could easily do the same thing to a full network. They could shut down the full network because of what you're. So that's why you created the blaze. So that they couldn't get to us. Right. You've got to have a place. Right. Where free speech is still a thing. And that's. You know that's the blaze, and I I hope you join us. I know I know, money is tight. Every time you open your wallet, it I'm sounds. I'm not going to pay ten dollars. <laughs> right? Yeah, sounds exactly like yeah, yeah. Every time you open the wallet. Yep. So I know it's expensive, but uh, but join us at blazetv.com, blazetv.com, uh, and uh, seriously, we welcome The alternative you. is that you don't hear conservative voices anymore. That's what the they're doing to uh, Elon Musk right now, mm-hmm. what they're doing to Russell Brand, yep. and they did it was somebody else too this weekend that they started to attack. I mean, they're just they're just one by one picking us off one by one. We got to stand together. BlazeTV.com. Join us now and save. Use the promo code uh, Glenn and save. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo.
Glenn. The Glenn Beck Program. A little while ago, um, you know, I was talking to a friend and, and they said, hey, do you know? And I said, you know, you can find whatever you want, wherever you are. If you go to this new website called publicsquare.com, and this is, if you remember, Stu or Pat, you were there. Um, this is very much like the marketplace that I started when we started oh, yeah. the Blaze, mm-hmm. except it was just too it was too early yeah. uh, for anything like that. Uh, now, publicsquare.com is there, and it's a website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses, all from different industries, businesses that value life, family, freedom. Whether you're looking for coffee, clothing, skincare products, eat at a restaurant, you're looking for the best one, uh, and looking for a restaurant that's not going to shove their pronouns down your throat, Public Square is your destination. It offers discounts to some of your favorite businesses so you can save money while shopping with companies that don't hate you. This is the, um, this is the alternative. You don't have to do business with people that hate you. Check out Public sq.com that's public sq.com public square public sq.com of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Gentlemen, I know 80% of you are already thinking about the Roman Empire, but we're going to talk about the Roman Empire in 60 seconds. Shooting guns is actually a lot of fun. Now, you could tell that to your California friend, and they're, they're not, bless their heart, they just don't think so. But it is. But it's not only just fun, it's serious and an important responsibility. If you're a gun owner, you have to do this. You need to be proficient with your firearms, the ones that you own. And that requires a lot of practice. But with ammunition prices going through the roof, you know, do you have time and the resources to go to the gun range? This is why I recommend you get the Mantis X. Mantis X, high-tech, easy-to-use system, widely used by the military, and helps improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to the, uh, the, the uh, barrel of the firearm, connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet, and then, whether you're firing actual rounds or even dry fire practicing, it'll give you instant feedback on what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong, and then how to correct that. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes. Uh, when I went to the range after using Mantis X for a while, I could not believe how much better I was and how my skill had not perished at all. It had actually gone up. Start improving today. Get your Mantis X at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. 
Spencer Clavin is a friend of the program. His, uh, his father is a dear friend, uh, Andrew Clavin. And uh, Spencer is probably one of the more brilliant people I happen to know. He wrote the book, How to Save the West. Uh, and uh, we wanted to get him on uh, today to talk a little bit about, you know, the Roman, the Roman Empire, because we've been thinking about it a lot, Spencer. We have. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a pleasure to be back, and I think this will fill our quota for the entire week. You know, <laughs> I mean, you are the you're the one guy that probably does think of the Roman Empire. I don't <laughs> understand. I don't understand. I never think of the Roman Empire. Uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you can admit that. Take yeah. a big man to admit that. <laughs> no, I'm, I said, put me in, Coach. You know, I'm ready. I've been yeah. Ready okay. All right. So are we are we repeating the pattern of the Roman Empire? Well, there's a good case to be made that the pattern we're actually repeating is the pattern of the Roman Republic at its at its very end, right when it became an empire. We in America are a republic. That's how our nation was founded. That's the regime our founders put in place and they put it in place for a very specific reason because they had studied ancient history as well as more recent history and they knew that all sorts of forms of tyranny can come into place with all different kinds of government you can even have a tyranny of the mob under democracy you can of course have the tyranny of a monarchy which they had just escaped from and in order to preserve uh, american liberty against those forms of tyranny they created this threefold government, the three different branches of our government are meant to balance the different powers uh, that compete against one another so that individual Americans can be free. Um, The only way that you can destroy that kind of system is from within. Republics die by suicide. And in Rome, what happened is a very small coterie of elites, of well-heeled, rich, well-to-do people, got together among their cronies and conspired to deprive large masses of the citizenry from their birthright, from the lands that they were supposed to have access to after their military service. Holy and cow. <laughs> no, imagine that. And it's, it's impossible, of course, for us to think about this happening in America. You know, a sure. small group of elites getting together and uh, <laughs> lording it over the people. That would never happen here. No. Surely. But of course. That's uh, exactly what we're starting to look at. And it's part of why guys like me and I think you as well, you know, are so concerned about the way that the Davos crowd and these, you know, sort of hoity-toity upper crust elites are trying effectively to take control away from the people. So what caused the downfall of the of the Republic? What what was it besides the elites? The people had to be probably like we are now. That's right. Well, this is part of why elite capture is so poisonous for republics. You know, Machiavelli, the uh, great uh, Renaissance era thinker of uh, in political philosophy, looked back on the Roman Republic and he said, were, were the elites or the people worse? It's kind of hard to tell who was more uh, to blame. But ultimately, he said it was the elites who failed most because in their failure, they not only discredited themselves, but the entire system that they were supposed to mm. represent. And that is also what happened Jeez. in Rome, that public trust 
started to drain, to hemorrhage out of these Republican institutions. And by the time the era of Julius Caesar came along, uh, Plutarch, one of the great essayists of, of antiquity, said there were many observers who thought they would be lucky if nothing worse than a tyranny emerged from this situation. You start to get populist rulers who agitate the crowd. It becomes very, very easy for one person or one group of people uh, to effectively promise the people that they'll give, you know, they'll give them everything they want. They'll give them all their land, all their money back. They'll just take it out of the hands of the elite. And then you have a populist uprising, which eventually turns into uh, a monarchy or a a tyranny, which is what you got uh, after many, many years of civil war in Rome. Yeah, I can kind of relate to all of that. Where where are we on this? Where are we on this cycle? Well, one thing I think it's important to bear in mind so that we don't despair here is that this is not a an ironclad prophecy. These sure. things don't always happen exactly the same way. History doesn't repeat itself, but it does rhyme. And so I would propose that in many ways at home, what we're looking at is this kind of r- decay of a republic at the point at which the people begin to become fed up. There is an enormous mass of populist energy, not just on the right, also on the left, mm-hmm. um, with people feeling that both political parties have completely failed to serve their interests or even to offer them a solution to the problems that they refuse to acknowledge and in many cases uh, undertake to make worse. And so that populist energy is now, I think, brewing in our country in some very dangerous ways. We've seen the way that, you know, when people take to the streets, as in 2020, for example, uh, things can get really hairy really quickly. It doesn't mean that we are doomed, I don't think, uh, to tear our government down to the studs and institute a monarchy. But it does mean that very careful and serious engagement with the legitimate concerns of those people that feel underserved by the government is the only way for anybody to take serious political power in this country right now. And I think that explains a lot of what you're seeing in the presidential race as well. Has anyone gotten to this point and turned it around? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a great question. We talked about this when I went on your uh, podcast. I mean, I think that the Romans got to this point several times before it all collapsed and did turn it around. And the way that they did that was by uh, a meeting between the elites and the people several times in Rome's history. uh, The people clamored again in the way that they did at the end for more rights, for more attention, for for, uh, to be given what they believed was their due as Romans. And it was not that they simply the elites then just rolled over and, you know, gave citizenship to everybody that wanted it and just kind of answered every uh, populist claim. But they understood that they were now responsible. They had what you might call now a noblesse oblige, a sense that as elites, they had an obligation to listen to the voice of the people and to negotiate. Um, One thing that's true about America is we are not going to get rid of elites altogether. It's a mistake to think that what's coming up next is, well, we'll just have a you know bright new future of equality for all in every respect. Everybody's going to be the same. There are always <laughs> going to be elites yeah. um, because there are always going to, even in a meritocracy, people are going to rise to the top. The key is to replace our current elites who have no interest in, in negotiating with the people with elites who have a sense of responsibility toward those people that they are uh, elevated above. And that's that kind of negotiation can turn this thing around. It did in Rome uh, many, several times before the end and it could for us too if if uh, we have a little bit of help from upstairs how, how 
how do you convince people? Have you have you thought about this, Spencer, on the the way we have been brainwashed? I, I look at the 1930s and I think we are repeating many of those same mistakes. Uh, mm-hmm. And I never understood how the German populace could go from, you know, decent people with a republic to 15 years later, the Nazis. How, how did yeah. that happen? I understand it much more now. All you have to do is start pitting people against each other uh, and and telling bigger and bigger lies, and people tend to believe them. Right. Yes, I think about this a lot, and it's something that uh, is discussed at the beginning of Plato's Republic, actually. Uh, Socrates says, well, if you won't listen to persuasion, then I have no way of convincing you. Um, If people are actually dead set against hearing because they've been brainwashed, then it becomes very, very difficult to break through that cloud of lies. Um, But I go back again and again to something that Alexander Solzhenitsyn said, and here's a guy who lived through a far worse worst version of oh, yeah. this kind of brainwashing, and, you know, a dissident in the Soviet regime, uh, a prisoner in the gulag. And he gave a speech in which he said, live not by lies. And what he personally concluded in that speech is that the only thing that can undo that kind of spell of media deception, of uh, educational brainwash, all of that stuff is a personal non-participation in lies. If Every one of us that thinks that something is up, something is going wrong, has to be forthright and open about that. Because the hypnotism that happens when everybody is kind of towing one dishonest line um, isn't just about people believing these lies. It's also about cowardice. It's also about people that say, I think there's something wrong with this, but I'm afraid of what's going to happen if I speak up. Um, Solzhenitsyn said that one man who refuses to say that lie can turn the world upside down. And I think courage really is the virtue that we are most in need of right now. It's not that you need to be brilliant and see perfectly to every truth that has been concealed. It's just that you need to state forthrightly what you believe, that men can't turn into women, um, that, that socialism has failed everywhere it's tried. I mean, these things have become incredibly costly to say, but saying them is our only hope of breaking that uh, spell of lies. When Rome saved itself, um, did it have a, a savior, if you will, somebody who stood up and could talk common sense to both sides of, of the room? Because I don't see that on the horizon. The way, the, the way things are going politically, I, I, I don't see somebody that can unite everybody. That is a huge problem for us. I agree with you. I mean, Rome did have these heroes that would emerge throughout time, and they really rooted a lot of their history in these great men. Some of them were from before the Republic, and then they carried on this tradition. People like Scipio Africanus, you know, that they could look up to, and who was rooted not in his love of party, but in his love of of Rome itself, and and in the service that he had given. Um, One really important way to that they encouraged this was that they understood uh, that Roman citizenship was not just 
a kind of goods, a goodie bag that you got born into. It was also a series of responsibilities. And so they encouraged and honored people who went above and beyond in fulfilling those responsibilities in uh, showing bravery in wartime, showing wisdom in moments of political crisis. Um, one of our major problems in America is that we don't afford honor to people that do that sort of thing. We don't afford honor to honest people. We don't celebrate honesty uh, or indeed we don't celebrate bipartisanship. All of these things are dishonorable in our public life. Um, and that's part of why you're seeing the failure of a lot of our leadership class. Um, it may be that this current class of leaders that is represented really by Joe Biden and even to a certain extent by Donald Trump, that, you know, this is an old guard passing away. It's taking a long time to pass away. Um, we may hope that, especially at the local level in the way that red states and governors of red states have, have succeeded, um, that there's a, a majority coalition growing who can find leaders from a slightly younger generation. Mm -hmm. um, but I agree with you that it's not hopeful among the people currently in power. All right, more with uh, Spencer Clavin here in just a second. Stand by. Uh, first, let me tell you about my pillow. My pillow products are just great. They're really incredible. And if you haven't tried them yet, you should. Uh, my pillow is having a huge sale on their percale sheets. Uh, and Pat could go on and on and on and talk about percale. Uh, oh, he loves those. Yeah, don't get me started. Yeah. Which is what exactly, percale? Well, it's a you know, form of sheets. Well, I know, I know that, but yeah. I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of redundant if it was like sheet sheets. So it is. It is. <laughs> okay. So uh, we could don't don't ask us because we love yeah. them, especially when they're in a variety of colors and sizes. And all of that is included in the closeout sale. The queen size sheets usually retail for 90 bucks, but now they're available for $35 when you use the promo code Beck. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, get MyPillow percale sheets as low as $25 for the twin set and $35 for the queen set. Deal's not going to last long. Enter the promo code Beck or call 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So we're talking to Spencer Clavin, who is a historian, a great writer, and uh, somebody who really just buckles down and studies it so the rest of us don't have to. Um, <laughs> and, and Spencer, I, I have read that the the society always starts to dis when it starts to dismantle itself it goes into what used to be called sexual perversions uh and men become much more effeminate uh and it's almost a it, it's it's almost a loss of the sexes is that true mm -hmm. Certainly a hallmark of this kind of dysfunction. Um, there's a guy called Rob Henderson who writes about what's called luxury beliefs. And what I suspect is that this kind of extravagant, crazy and totally uh, unreality based sexual psychosis that we're going through. This is the kind of thing you can only indulge in when you're rich, fat and happy. Then mm -hmm. you can sit around and say, well, men and women, they're really the same and they can change into one another. Um, these things become incredibly difficult to maintain when the rubber meets the road. Sure. And there's actually a, a 
story um, in Dionysius of Halicarnassus, who was this great you know, historian from the ancient world, um, who writes about a tyrant in, in a little island uh, that was kind of obscure, but, but who, uh, when he took control, one of the things this tyrant did to make sure that nobody would ever rise up against him is he ordered that all the boys should be taught like girls in school and that they should be made effeminate through their training. And this is how he thought that he could stay secure in his tyranny is if he kind of sanded down the rough edges of, of masculinity. Um, there's, there's a good argument to be made that a generation of weak and effeminate men is one of the best ways to put a tyranny in place, uh, to encourage men to, uh, to abandon their aspirations to manhood and masculinity, to shame them for trying to take sovereignty over their own lives. Um, these sorts of things are an excellent way to keep a population docile. And they're also an excellent way to render yourself weak to invasion from outside, which is eventually what that tyrant succumbed to, is that people who had not been trained under his oppressive regime took up the call of manliness and, uh, and, and overthrew him. So, yeah, I do think that when you're sort of easygoing, when everything is looking great, when you're on top of the world, um, you can sort of indulge in these uh, obscure theories about masculinity and femininity. But the less uh, you have available to you, the less defense you have available to you, uh, the more you're going to start mm. to realize that actually men need to be men and women need to be women. Boy, boy, boy. Is this, uh, I mean, it's just everything you're saying is playing out. Is there, is there a, a place in the Roman Empire or the Roman uh, Republic's history that we haven't repeated yet that you might, you might say to yourself, when I see this, I'll, yeah. I'll know. Well, Appian, who is the historian of this kind of period when the Republic fell apart, um, said that when it was really over is when Romans took up swords against one another, because he mentions, you know, before this, there were all of these different negotiations between the elites and the, pe- and the people. Um, but it wasn't until civil bloodshed in the era, era of the Gracchi, uh, when people started to kill their leaders uh, in order to get rid of them, that mm. things were destined to fall apart. And whereas we have had violent riots, whereas we did, you know, have January 6th, and we have had um, the, the riots of 2020, and all of this kind of political upheaval and uprest, formalized political violence where you decide who's going to rule by killing people um, mm. is when you really start to think things are, are falling apart. So thank God we're, we're not there yet. Mm, yeah, yes, we're not there. Yes, I'm going to leave it at that. We're not there yet. So uh, I'd love to have you back on because, you know, a lot of people are talking about, yeah, the glory days of the Roman. I don't <laughs> I'm not sure I know what the glory days of the Roman Empire really were. Uh, but maybe we can explore that next time you're on. We'll discuss it next time. Uh, There's a good case to be made for Augustus, but we'll leave that for uh, Uh, for another day. All right. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Appreciate it, man. You bet. Uh, Spencer Clavin, this this kid is amazing. I say kid. This guy is amazing. Uh, The uh, son of Andrew Clavin and his book, How to Save the West, is tremendous. I was reading it. Didn't even look at the author. I was just reading it, and uh, you know, Spencer Clave and I didn't even put two and two together. Get about halfway through, and I bring it into the producers, and I'm like, "We got to get this Spencer Clavin on." And they all looked at me and went, "This Spencer Clave, you know who that is?" And I'm like, "Yeah, of course I do." Who doesn't? Who? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think I'm a dummy? 
the Glenn Beck Program. Alicia lives in California. She wrote in about her experience using Relief Factor to fight her pain. She says, I'm a grocery store worker and I work a lot of double shifts. At 52, I don't get much of a rest from my bad knees. For years now, I've literally been limping to and from the bed. But I heard you talking about Relief Factor. I thought I'd give it a try. Glenn, just a few days into Relief Factor and the pain has already decreased substantially. I'm so thankful for this amazing product. Alicia, thank you. Thank you. Uh, If you are in pain and you want your life back and you think you've tried everything, you haven't tried this. And about 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. So you might be part of that 70%, but you'll know within three weeks of taking it. If you're not seeing any relief in three weeks, you're probably not going to see any relief. But 70% of the people go on to order more at relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. And don't forget to use the promo code GLEN to get $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Wow, 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 wow. Well, this is significant. Bob Menendez addresses the bribery charges against him. Let's just listen in just a little bit. That is fascinating, especially the way he tells that story. And uh, he's weaving it well. And that was live. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, that was live. That's going on right now. Yeah, you know so. what? We're going to just check in from time to time. You know, if okay. something is breaking on that. We're going to check in right now. Let's go the darkest day. Okay, so, wow, we'll keep you up to speed on that. I'm starting to lose track of all the people that are accused of bribery. Um, Yeah, yeah. You know what I like? What? Not taking bribes. I like that in a candidate. You do? Yeah, I do. Are you that picky? I, I, yeah. Well, I know I'm not voting for Pope. Wow. But I just hope I'm not voting for a traitor. You know what I mean? Somebody who just sell our secrets. Man, or, that's a pretty high standard, you though. Know, yeah, really. it when, is. Somebody who is not, who is not committed treason somebody is what I you would, want. Yes. Uh, huh. I'm pretty firm on that. I'd also Jeez. like somebody that doesn't have Swiss bank accounts or offshore accounts. Huh. Or, what about gold bullion that they're getting from? Don't like you don't where like are they that? getting it from? Well, from like Egypt. Let's say no, it's Egypt. No, I don't. I mean, in from exchange the, for infor- sensitive uh, American information. No, I'm no. Uh-uh. Really? Yeah, I am. I am against Man. that. Now he did take gold bullion. I mean, the only person you could elect uh, would be the Pope. Right? No, I don't know if he's clear of all those things. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so. So we have uh, Bob Menendez, uh, who is the senator from the great state of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Who would have seen corruption coming out of New Jersey? Chairman of the very powerful Foreign Relations Committee. Yeah, uh, he just he just temporarily stepped down while the uh, charges are going on. But well, they they hung jury last time. Hung. Yep, in 2015. Uh, so this isn't the first time he's run into problems. It probably won't be the last. Uh, well, it could be. It could be. Yeah, if yeah, he's he convicted. Could, yeah. He could just wind up in prison for yeah. the rest of his life. Right. Which would be nice for him. Yes, wouldn't it, though? I would like that. Yeah. I would like that. Uh, it's amazing, though, that even Democrats are saying, you need to resign. 
because, and I think that is because, not because they have ethics all of a sudden or they care about the country. It's because he might lose the election. He's underwater now against the uh, potential opponent that would be running against him in, for, for the office in, in New Jersey. But um, he only got $480,000 into his bank account from oh. the Egyptians. And, oh, I see. I look at bribery. You know, a lot more than four. Well, yeah, you would think. Well, yeah. they did throw in some gold bullion. Now it was just okay. like a little, like a coin, no, or like something. A, like two bricks, two gold. bricks of yeah. gold. Uh-huh. Wow! So that's uh, then he did get a Mercedes Benz, but it was just a C class. Oh well, a C class doesn't even pathetic. count. If I'm yeah. committing treason, I'm holding out for S class. <laughs> yeah, at least, and even the five fifty or six fifty. Yes, you know, and the AB. Something, whatever that system is that, that makes system. it, yeah, that I want makes that it even too. better. I want that. I want then, that. then they put seventy thousand dollars into his wife's account. But he didn't but know that. He didn't know. Who knows he, what their wife is doing? He all the time. swears he's never talked to his wife about business deals <laughs> in Egypt <laughs> or political deals. Yeah, or he's any never. Other he of, doesn't know anything at all about no, her business. No, she was just. She happened to be doing business mm-hmm. where he was doing business in Egypt. And they happen to send that to her, but he has what? He didn't take that seventy grand. It was her, no, right? I mean, who who among us? Who among who us? Who among us hasn't had seventy thousand dollars put in put your in, wife's account? Yeah, and, and you, you didn't, didn't know, know about it. You didn't know about it. You had no idea. Oh, honey, you do. You you have a seventy thousand uh, dollar bank account? That hmm. yeah, well, of course I do. Well, of course you do, sweetheart. Sure. I've I've got one. Silly of me. I've been working in Egypt. I know I didn't tell you, but that's only because I didn't want to compromise you and have huh. to have you say, "Okay, wait a minute, I'm working." That might look bad. Yeah, you know, right. And, uh, and it's so much less than you got. You got the 480000 that was stuffed into envelopes and hidden in clothing and closets and safes all around all the house. your house. Yeah. So he didn't even put it in the bank? No. Huh. He didn't. Huh. Well, because that can be tracked down. You know, if you're... Well, sure it can. You know what I mean? Sure it can. And you don't want that seen yeah. by others. They might misconstrue it. They might think there's something nefarious going on. Right. Mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten to the bank yet. Right. With my gold bullion bricks, <laughs> I you know I, I I'd like a job like that. I'd like a yeah. job like that where where I just you know steal like your show prep, right? And then I give it to somebody else, and they give me a gold brick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, yeah, America. I'm open to that. Are you really? I'm absolutely open to that. You will take bribes. I will to take get to bribes. my show prep. Yeah, I'll steal your when, show prep really? and give it to somebody else. Now It's kind of interesting because here's a whole list of my show prep that I see uh, in your show prep. Yeah, I know Mine's that. Mine's also included. So yeah, I know that. You kind of got it for free. I don't know. that. No, I'm no, I'm not just taking uh-huh. it. I'm, I'm not just taking it to use for myself. I'd be uh-huh. taking it and selling it to oh, others. Get, okay, I yeah, see. Yeah, you got to add yeah. that extra step. I don't have an <laughs> right. offshore account yet, but I do have a closet, and I can fit... Pretty large em- envelopes into the closet. Do you have any socks that you can stuff cash into? I guess. I mean, I've yeah, never, I've never tried, but I'm, you know, I'm new at this. I should Who'd look in your sock drawer for yeah. cash. Nobody. Now, I don't have to, uh, you know, do crack off the belly of a hooker like. Not uh, necessarily. Okay. Only if you want to. That's optional. Okay, we'll give that. And to I want to do it only on Russian foreign nationals. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, or Ukrainians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. That would be good. Or be good. strippers from Arkansas, let's say. Or that, you know. You know? But they tend but. to have babies. 
Anyway, um, that's oddly specific. Um, so Men- Menendez, uh, I mean, they don't have anything on him. Besides, <laughs> no, besides all this. Yeah. D- d- besides the 480000 they found. Right. The Mercedes he's driving. The gold bullion in his possession. Right. And the $70,000 in his wife's account. They got right. very little right. on this Right, so what guy. you're saying is it's there's no evidence. Yeah, there's you know, no evidence stunt. yet. Yeah. No evidence. No evidence. And no evidence. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to stop. If if these guys can continue one after another yeah. to take foreign money. I mean, it's not even to like... To do favors for them. Yeah. I mean, it would be bad if it was like, you know, coming from, I, I don't know, the Rockefellers or, you mm-hmm. know, uh, the Dow Chemical Company or or whatever. Right. But it's coming but from it foreign governments. Really bad. Really bad. Really bad. There's a couple of things. That's one of the things. The other is, can we stop electing people who have been mentally compromised? Uh, it's just a thing of mine. I, I might be alone on that where I want my elected officials, especially in really high places. Are you saying Menendez have is not their mental faculties? No, I'm going beyond Menendez now. This uh-huh. is a little extra thing for some other okay. officials in our government. You uh, want them to be. I, I want them to be fully so capable. What mentally. about Feinstein? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's not really, you know, all there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about if we replace her with Kamala Harris? If the president just mm-hmm. says, Kamala, you are too important for this nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you need, need you to, in a really. <laughs> yeah, we hot. need you in that. In another. In another role. Yeah. Not a yeah. role that's not the vice president. We called Canada and they didn't, they didn't have any room no for openings. you. But, but uh, one in California. Right. right. But you know. yeah. And then you uh-huh. take the California governor. Right. And you move him in to to the the vice presidency. Huh. huh. What an idea. Yeah. What an idea. Because then you could get you could get like 10 years, a term of like 10 years, not just eight. Right. You know. Huh. And then you have, let's say, that California governor maybe making sort of national moves, like vetoing a bill everybody knew he was going to sign, but then he didn't. Right. Because he's considering That's weird. now... That's, that's just like what happened with Gavin Newsom last weekend. Just it is last, like that. Just a couple of days ago, he was supposed to sign in, yeah. you know, you will turn in your children if you decide to do anything against having gender surgery. <laughs> we cut off her breasts now! And uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you were a parent and didn't say... Yes, sir. Right. They'd take your kid away. You could go to prison. But and he didn't sign that. No. Strangely. That is strange. Yeah. Almost like he was preparing for something else. Like a, yes. a national Like kind level. of a national thing. Huh. Yeah. Or, you know, it is strange. Uh, Inspector Clouseau used to say, strange. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, sure and is. I think you know. What I'm saying there. Then maybe somebody talks Biden into resigning. No. After you've made those no. two moves. Why no. would you do that? I mean, that would be silly. No, he's yeah. uh, beloved. Everybody. And in, he's vigor. His doctor said he's totally vigorous. Yes. For an 80-year-old man. Yes. He has the body of a 79-year-old. 
Well. But the mental capacity. Of a four-year-old. Or a 114-year-old. Okay, all right. One of the two. Good, thank you. All right, let me uh, tell you. Oh, by the way, we got the uh, the numbers in from the border. Oh, and they're good. The, yeah, they're great. They're good. It, he did his job. Only 304,000 people came across the border illegally last month. And it wasn't a million. No, it wasn't a million. It wasn't five million no, it in a month. Was, it was not five million. So he's doing pretty well. The border is secure. Yeah. I think you might be wrong. I think you might be wrong. I don't know uh, what gives you that impression. That's weird. Well, how much did you it's say? A weird take. How, how many did you say? Over 300,000. It was 304,000, I think. Uh-huh. 304,162. But can you be specific on that? <laughs> I can't. I can't get okay. any. Okay. All right. No, well. I'm just rounding up. All right. Well, we're going to have to take Pat's word for it. My Patriot Supply, if you uh, if you haven't been uh, storing back food for the coming shortages, why not? Why not? The cost of groceries skyrocketing alone. If that's not enough to convince you that you need to have a plan, uh, what will? Please head over to MyPatriotSupply.com. Prepare today with emergency food that will stay fresh for up to 25 years. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious food kits offering over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under stress. And don't forget about water filtration and purification products. These are perfect for your bug out bag, survival supply, or camping pack. One thing for sure is uh, for sure in this world, and that is the only thing constant is charge. Uh, order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship the same day. Go to mypatriotsupply.com. That's mypatriotsupply.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Tomorrow is a big day in Washington. They start debating four government spending bills. Uh, The Republicans are preparing for this tomorrow. Defense, state, homeland security, and agriculture. I don't want them in really in any of those things. Well, defense, but other than that, State Department? No, No. not their budget. Homeland security? No. No. Uh, Agriculture bill? I mean, I want to see what's in it, but... I don't think they're going to be helping the farmers out. They never do. No, they never do. I don't do. know why they'd start now. Yeah. <sighs> so, just... they're also um going to be, you know, maneuvering back and forth on Ukraine aid. Republicans mm. um we just haven't given enough yet to Ukraine. You know? Well, that's my problem with it. Let's let's just everything that comes in, we should probably send to them. Right? I mean, Let's put them first, even more than we're doing now, I mean, because they're only getting a few billion dollars a week. Uh, Who can make ends meet on that? Nobody. Well, I will tell you this, that uh, when I look at all the things that we have to do as a nation, Mm. I think, can we can we issue some IRS guidance to taxpayers who might receive 1099Ks for uh, ticket sale proceeds, scalpers. You know what I mean? Wow. How often have we talked about that? That's been <laughs> no, one of our main when issues. I, when I thought about, you know, all the things that we should fix, mm-hmm. especially with the IRS, I'm like, go after the scalpers. 
Right after the scalpers. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've all had enough of the scalpers and the scalping situation. Well, Taylor Swift has. Well, then if if she has, then so have the rest of us. I think right. as Taylor Swift goes, yeah. so goes America. That's so, my that's my uh, motto. It's becoming more and more true every day. Yeah, I know. I know. Did you see the coverage of, of her at the Chiefs football game because she was there to cheer on Travis Kelsey? She's, that's yeah. all I saw all weekend was... Her cheering. It's weird now. Uh, they're they're dating uh, because now each of them has a tight end. <laughs> huh? Uh, pretty good. Wait a minute. Pretty good. Pretty good. Hold I on. mean, for me, a sports joke. That's uh, pretty good. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty that good. Really is pretty. Yeah. Good. So <laughs> anyway, so, uh, thank you. Better thank late you. than never. Yeah. But it well, had to be done. Not really. So uh, I saw that the uh, president was uh, was coming out and saying that he's tired of high ticket sales, uh, high priced tickets for concerts that we should all be able to enjoy. Right. And that's why he is proud to announce uh, the new guidance to uh, scalpers. And I thought, man, he is on it. He has got his finger on the pulse. Yep. You know, he is going for the average person, you know. (laughs) Gee, how am I going to afford this $4,000 ticket to see Taylor Swift? Uh, And, you Mm -hmm. know, that's if I, you know, you know, if I get it from a scalper. Otherwise, they're. $3,000 $3,000 a ticket. I mean, how much much are her tickets? I know she tried to keep them. She tried to keep them down at one point. I think you can get them for. I uh, think you can get into the building for about three or four hundred. Wow, mistaken. So, so you can't see the stage. You got that going. You're actually for you. cleaning up. Yes. Um, but uh, but you're in the building. What do you sure, want? Sure. Sure. Um, now I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's rumor going around, and the New York Times wants to wants to squash this rumor about uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, when he was at Guantanamo Bay, he w- would feed people in Shure with a tube down their throat, uh, and uh, mm. and he would do it. I guess just for kicks. I'm I'm not sure, but uh, he, this is from one of the detainees in Guantanamo and Bay. Ron DeSantis yeah. was responsible. He for- said he tied him to a chair. He was crying and screaming. His tubes were shoved down his throat. Wow! And then he. He shoved down the dietary supplement and sure. <laughs> and uh, and that's that's so there's one guy. They've checked with everybody else. No, didn't happen. But uh, it did happen to this guy. It, well, he says it doesn't, but the New York Times is reporting saying, you know what, hey, I don't think so. I don't think the Glenn so. Glenn Back program. <laughs>